Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. You'll never have responsibility for what you don't see. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context. So glad to be with you for these times we have together. In Matthew, the ninth chapter, uh, this is a passage that has really impacted my life. And if you've known me for any length of time or or sat under my ministry, you, you've probably heard me refer to this uh, portion where, you know, there's all these miracles happening. And then Jesus says uh, and models something very startling. In verse 35, he says he's going through all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness. So, you know, there's, there's revival happening. I mean, this is great things happening. And it says, seeing the multitude, he felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dispirited like sheep or downcast, the King James says, without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful and the workers are few. Therefore, beseech the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Now, this part where it says Jesus was moved with compassion had a big, big impact on my life many, many years ago, where I really saw the need not to just have human compassion, but to have a, a Holy Spirit compassion where God moved us. And when I teach it, I always talk about the fact that if Jesus, the perfect son of God, had to be moved by compassion, where does that leave us? So we have to be people that know how to be moved by compassion. But that's not even what I want to talk to you about today. Then the end of that chapter says, you know, after all those miracles that, you know, they were like sheep without a shepherd. And Jesus said, well, the answer to this is that we need laborers. And so when I teach church leadership, I'm always saying, hey, we can have great services and people can leave inspired but not changed. And therefore, we need laborers to uh, devoted them, to develop them, to disciple them. And so we must expand our leaders, which is true, but that's not what I want to talk to you about today. What I want to talk to you about today is something I recently heard at our national conference when Keith Hodges was speaking with this verse. He drilled in on seeing the people, and he talked about really having eyes to see. And uh, and he as he was ministering, it was just great revelation to me. Obviously, you know that intellectually, but you know there was an anointing on it. He was just driving that home, home, and he talked about really having eyes to see. And I know as a leader, you know one of the things I teach is leaders are people that see things that other people don't see. But he was bringing this to a new level about seeing beyond the walls of the church, seeing people, just seeing the person, not seeing the problem seeing the person, not seeing the attitude, seeing the person. And as he was ministering, it really touched my heart. And then he made this statement. He said, you'll never have responsibility for what you don't see. I thought, wow, I could never have said that better. That is such insight. You'll never take responsibility for what you don't see. And as I was writing in my notes, I I wrote some other things out and I want to share them with you. When God really gets you to see something, you take responsibility. The reason I'm adamantly pro-life is not just because I see the sanctity of life in the doctrine of the scriptures, which of course it's there. 
It's that I, I see it. I get it. God showed it to me. He broke my heart with it. The, the reason I love the local church so much is I see it. I see it in scripture. I see what it is. I see what God wants it to be. I, I see what we could be. And it's caused me to be in love with it. And because of that, I, I take responsibility for it. You know, when I'm in a church and I'm laboring alongside a pastor, I, I feel very responsible for the life of that church. I feel very responsible to encourage those leaders and, and love those leaders. It, it's a labor of love. You know, besides all those outward things, the Apostle Paul says, comes daily upon me, the concern or the New American Standard says, the pressure of the church. Now, if you don't see it, that would make you run. But if you do see it, it makes you, it makes you run to it, okay? So what we see, what we really see, we're willing to take responsibility for. And I want to add on to that equation. What we take responsibility for, God gives us authority for. There is a great equation in Scripture, and it's very simply this. You will never have authority in the area you refuse to take responsibility in. Guys, you might want to be the authority in your house, but if you don't take responsibility for it, you'll never have spiritual authority. You might have a position. You might be called dad and husband, but you'll never really have the spiritual authority. And that that's true even for big issues like, like being the pastor of a church or the leader of a ministry. Your authority is not in your title. Uh, your authority is not even in your gifting. Your authority is, is that you, before God, say, you know, God, I'm willing to take the cup of responsibility. I'm willing to drink from the cup of responsibility. And I'm telling you, my friend, when you put yourself in that position, that's a broken position. That's a weak position. I become the responsible party for something that is so far beyond my gifting and my talent and my abilities. When you do that, God is able to fill that cup and, and mend those that brokenness with a flow of his authority that when you stand back, you know it's God that's working. When you're speaking with authority, when you're laying hands on the sick, when you're casting out devils, when you're binding spirits, when you're giving hope, you know it's coming from the authority of God flowing through you because you've dared to take responsibility. And I would appeal to anybody listening to this podcast today to ask this question first. What in my life, what has God shown me what has God moved me in that he wants me to take responsibility for? Now, I want to move that equation either even to another level right now. So what we see, we take responsibility for. What we take responsibility for, God wants to give us authority if we'll be willing to put that upon us. Like the Apostle, said, the Apostle Paul said, beside these things come daily on me, the pressure of the church. Some people don't want that. I can't say that anybody really wants it. But we want it more than we want our own life. How's that? We want it more than we want just doing our own thing. Uh, it's a vulnerable, weak position to be in, but that's where power comes from. But those who do not accept that responsibility, don't get the authority, will never be able to impart or delegate to the degree that God wants them to. When you see people that are great imparters and great delegators, I don't mean just a to-do list. I mean, they impart something. They're willing to break off a piece of that and delegate to somebody. That's what Jesus was doing in Matthew, the ninth chapter here. He was saying, Jesus was saying, I need help. 
I need laborers. I need people to come along beside me. And then, of course, we know he was willing to delegate that. Isn't that incredible? So if we want to be people that are true imparters, we've got to see it. We've got to take the responsibility for it. We've got to accept the authority for it. And with that acceptance of authority comes the ability to really give impartation. You know, I notice when I minister in those two key areas, the pro-life area and the local church area, my heart for both, that there is a impartation that comes to people. I mean, I've had people comment, well, I've heard that before, but I never got it. Well, they get it because there's something happening inside of me that I'm able to download. I'm over to delegate that's just beyond intellectual knowledge. And that's probably true in your life. If you're a a real servant of Jesus, a, a heartfelt follower, there's no doubt areas God has illuminated to you where you can delegate, you can download. And if you're struggling with that, maybe it's because you haven't taken that responsibility and been willing to embrace the authority that comes with that. I'll just add something on for good bonus here, good measure. I believe after that comes creativity. You know, when there's no creativity flowing, ultimately there's no responsibility happening. But the downriver side, the downstream side of ultimate responsibility is creativity. And the good news is it doesn't have to happen through us. Like, I don't see myself as a very creative person. I mean, to be blunt about it. That's not just how I flow. When I see creativity, I just celebrate it because it's just so amazing to me that people can come up with ideas and and think in panoramic vision and and think in technicolor, you know. Uh, I'm more of a fastball down the middle guy, you know, just here's the truth. But when you walk in that and you can delegate it and you can impart it to somebody, I think what happens to them is they then get creative ideas on using that truth. You know, the greatest plans, the greatest programs or greatest ideas that have come under my ministry have not come through me. They've come through me through impartation. And then somebody got it and said, what if we did this? What if I did this? Have you ever thought of that? And my answer is usually, nope, never thought of that but I'm glad you did. See, that's how vital it is for a key leader to be surrounded by people that are willing to receive that authority from them. You know, if you're not under authority, you'll never get authority, by the way. If you're not really under authority, then you'll never be able to receive authority to go and do the works of God. Once you receive those works of God, then I think that's where the creativity happens. That's where people get crazy, great Holy Ghost ideas about discipleship or about evangelism or about world missions or about ministering to the poor or helping needy families. Things that after they do, you thought, no, why was, I mean, have you ever, I felt bad, I'm confessing my, my weakness to you. I mean, sometimes I felt bad. I thought, man, why didn't I ever think of that? You know, because everybody's job is not to do everything, but everybody's job is to do something that God ordained them to do. And so we need team members. Jesus said we needed team members. So I want to invite you. I want to ask you, what is God trying to show you? Because that's what, that's what Chris hit on that really ignited this in my spirit. What we see, we ultimately take responsibility for. If we don't see it, we'll never take it. Are you seeing it or are you just hearing it? Is it secondhand? Is it something somebody else told you? Or when you walk through the hall, do you see it? Remember Dr. Hagen saying one time that a guy came to Bible school to look for an apprentice, somebody he could raise up in his church to 
eventually the church. And they stood in the hall as the classrooms were changing. And the guy took a piece of paper and threw it on the floor in the corner. And when a young man bent over to pick it up, he said, I want to interview that guy right there. <laughs> he saw something. Maybe other people saw it, but they didn't take responsibility for it. But he saw it as something that was important to keep that ministry excellent. What are you seeing? What does God move? You know, I've seen people see things and they get frustrated. They get angry about it and say, saying, why did God show this to me? Hey, I want you to do something. Share this podcast with somebody that will be a blessing. Surely you know a couple people that need to hear this kind of impartation. So I want to encourage you. That's something you can do if you, if you see it. If you don't, don't worry about it. But if you see it, I'm going to ask you to do it. Hey, this is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. Blessings. Today, Keith had a discussion on what we see. Do you see it or are you just hearing it? See people, take responsibility, receive authority, impart to others, and watch creativity flow. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to put leadership truths in the context of the local church. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. For show notes or to ask Keith a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.